Welcome to the Life After Kids podcast with Drs. Brooke and Lynn. We're getting real, raw, and vulnerable on all things midlife. We're sharing our friendship of over 20 years, and we're having honest conversations about our struggles and what it really takes to live a meaningful life after kids. So brew your coffee or steep your tea and pull up a chair. Let's have a chat. Together, we'll rewrite the next chapter in Show Midlife Who's Boss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Life After Kids with Drs. Brooke and Lynn. I'm Dr. Brooke. And I'm Dr. Lynn. And we're so glad you're here joining us again this week. It's good to be back here with you, Dr. Brooke. Um, It's been a long day. (laughs) It's been a long day, and now we're in the golden hour. The golden hour. Cue the music. Cue the music. It's what we're talking about. It is. We're talking about that precious time before sleep, before going to bed. Yes. Yes. So, and this, so hold on, preface this with the, this, a lot of this is from a book that I've read that you might want to check out by Dr. Benjamin Hardy called um, Gap and Gain. Oh, that's great book. book. I've been telling you about, yeah. oh, did you read it too? No, I haven't, but I've heard it's such a good yeah, book. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> My book list is getting so long. I know it's a good book. That's one that I listened to in audio. It had some great interviews. Like sometimes you get a little extra pieces in audiobooks, and that one had some interviews on the back, but yeah. So this actually didn't come to like the very last chapter and it was like it may or at least towards the end and it's like it just made the whole book worth it so yeah. anyway so we've talked a lot about morning and your morning routine and setting up your day and the power that comes in those first couple of hours um, that can really change the whole trajectory yeah. of your day Absolutely. well the same can be captured at the end of the night surprise yeah there's <laughs> power in those hours So, and you know, I credit you for turning me on to this because there's some things you kind of stumble into and then you find out that you're doing anyway, Yeah. but having that extra intention around it is really game changer. So it is. And I, and, and that, this is true. We do spend a lot of time and I mean, we have a whole, um, you know, some free content if you want it kind of layout for a good morning routine or different things that you can choose to make a morning routine for yourself. That's how important it is if you really want to thrive in this phase of life. But you're right. I, if we take a step back and zoom out a little bit, really a good day starts with what you do before you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Right. So Just awesome. like I say, a good night's sleep starts by what you do first thing in it's the morning. The we can reverse that. Egg. Yeah. Yeah, And, and come to find out. So Dr. Hardy kind of coins this, the golden hour. And what I've learned is, and and, and it, it makes so much sense. And I see it actually play out in my life that whatever it is in that last hour to hour and a half that you're focusing on or putting your energy on before you go to sleep, when you go to sleep, your brain is working on that subconsciously Mm -hmm. through the night. You may not even know it sometimes, you know, maybe at least me, if I'm reading something that's hard or like have watched a show, I might like dream on it or something like that, but your brain's working on it. So if you're intentional about what you're putting on your brain during that time of night or what your focus is, then you can set yourself up for good things through the night on a subconscious level and be prepped to hit the ground running in the morning. Yeah. I mean, that's really, that's really great. So, and I think of the time as, you know, I love, you're going to take us through some questions and share with you, with us, what it is that you go through in terms of reflection, right. And preparation for the next day. But I also think there's some room in there to, for some physical um, activities or some down time that will set us up for sleep. And so that's some of the things I think about as sure. well that you can add into that golden hour. 
right? I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And before we talk about, let's talk about some of those before we discuss Great. like the like heart, the, the um, practical things that I do um, that I, that I've gotten reference from Dr. Hardy, because here's the thing, like that last hour is so important, regardless of whether you want to set an intention or anything for your next day, but just for your quality of sleep. So for example, for me, I know myself. And when I read the book, it made sense because I know that I cannot watch, if I watch something that's like, like, I'm not the girl who's watching like CSI crime before bed because it just fires me up. Or and reading I'm, Stephen King. Or, or anything. I mean, I'm not doing that anytime I'm okay, no. but I just know that at night I'm not watching something that's high drama or high intensity. If anything, like you, it's friends or yeah. something like that I can laugh that sets the tone and right. Yeah. It's just so important. Yeah. So we, you know, we've shared that, that that's a great tip. Laugh, yeah. We talked about this before. laughing is so beneficial for so many uh, reasons, but mostly because it's a great stress reliever, right? So, and then it's also not doing anything to sabotage your sleep, sure. Which would be, you know, if you're going to be on your devices, know that that blue light coming from your phone or your laptop is going to keep you up, like n- maybe not keep you awake, but it's going to disturb you from getting into that deep state of sleep for 90 minutes right it may take longer for you to get into it absolutely longer 90 minutes is that really minutes so if you wake up in the middle of the night and you are a person who checks your phone I just heard this recently you can expect to not be able to get back into a REM sleep for another 90 minutes so don't do it do you do that no I don't I don't my husband does he keeps oh I don't know how like I don't even sleep. I put my room, my phone in a different room just because like I we talked about in our last upstairs. episode, the, you, EM, the radio, yeah. I don't want the EMF you around me. me. You don't text me after eight, eight yeah. 30. Well, I'm, I'm upstairs anyway. my phone's downstairs. Yeah. I, I yeah. know that with you too, but I, yeah, I don't even have it. And frankly, since we're going there, this is totally off topic, but I don't touch my phone in the morning until I've done all my morning things. routine. Yeah, smart. Until I've done my exercise, my stretch, my pray, yeah. my sonnet, so like all of it, because it's just a distraction. Yeah. It's going to get, you're going to get carried away on the wave. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's a good point. And I, first of all, why don't take your phone into bed with you and don't be scrolling before you go to sleep, no. because then that's what you're going to be oh. any, any, like no, then no. any news that you see, any sad thing that you see on <laughs> Facebook, any, whatever, <laughs> And I'm not making light of those things, but your brain's going to be stewing on it all night. And yes. it's just going to be a state of stress. So yeah. don't do that. And certainly my gosh, for the, I don't know how people wake up. My mom does that. Yeah. She'll wake up at like two in the morning and pop on her phone yeah. and scroll. And I, I, I would be awake the rest. That would be it minutes. for me. Yeah. I mean, I think, again, this is all about being, putting your body in a place of creation, right? So life is not happening to us. Yeah. We're creating what we want out of life. Yes. So you need to get into a space of creation of, you know, this word is overused, but it's appropriate manifestation. So shall we say where you're going to, you know, be really in this dream space of goals and what you want. And that's, that's what that golden hour is is good for. So before we move into those um, preparation exercises that you've got for us, though, some other things that I like to do that just help you physically to wind down would be a bath with some Mm. Epsom salts. Not only is that temperature just going to like bring your, uh, you know, it's going to really heat, heat up your body and then help you to get, if you get into a cool, like under cool sheets, help you to get to sleep. Um, although for some people, if you do heat up, you might not be able to, to 
get there, cool down your body temperature. But for me, it actually does the opposite. I want to ask you that because I've, I've said this before and I probably have done posts about it, but more recently I noticed that most of the time, cause I like to try to sweat every day. We yeah. both talk about this and it's good for detox. And that might be a workout that may be sauna that could be bath. And usually if I do bath, it's at night. I do not sleep good on those nights at all. I toss and turn all night. I can't get you're, into a good you're raising sleep. your body temperature. It's too, too high. high. Do you sweat? Do you have it so hot that you sweat while you're oh, in there, like dripping? My husband puts his toe in and he's like, what is wrong with you? You're like, it's you so have hot. no skin. Yes. Okay. And you're sweating in it. So it doesn't yeah. bother you. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I guess I, there again, everybody's me. different. Yeah. It relaxes I feel me. relaxed when I get out. I feel really nice and calm, but I, it just messes it my It probably sleep raises up. your core temperature too much. So many moms in the Life After Kids community are seeking more purpose now that their kids are grown. But over and over again, we hear this one thing. I don't know where to start. That's why we created the Life After Kids Goals Framework and User's Guide. It's the one tool you need to design your new chapter, and it will show you where to start. The best part is it's free. Use the link go.lifeafterkids.com forward slash goals framework to get yours now. That's go.lifeafterkids.com afterkids.com forward slash goals framework. Let's get started redesigning our life today. It, it must. Yeah. yeah. Something with Something's my cortisol, different. but here's the case. The Epsom salts are wonderful yes. for detoxifying, for helping you. Um, you're getting that magnesium that you're absorbing through your skin. Absolutely. Um, and, and as we know, magnesium is the sleep mineral, right? It's going to help stress mineral and helps with sleep. And that, um, like I, Sean Stevenson, who has a great podcast, um, the model health show, he talks about, um, he has a book sleep smarter. That was really great. And he talks about magnesium lotion. So if you don't want to take a supplement, you can get creams and really nice to rub out tense muscles after a shower, after bath, or just going to bed. And he will, and it's a muscle relaxer too. And he'll rub it over his chest and specifically over his heart. Yeah. Just to stay calm through the night yeah. um, and sleep better. But you can also do that on the soles of your feet, you know, because you got a lot of blood vessels there, your wrists and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I agree with you. I, and I only made the comment on the bath because I'm not discounting how beneficial it is. I know this to be true, but it's good to have these conversations because just be mindful that what works for some doesn't it's there's no one right answer. That's no, why we give so no many tips and all, why we've got two sure. different perspectives. So go on. For sure. So, um, also just, you know, I like to, before I go upstairs again, cause I don't have my phone, but you know, this is part of, I start winding down immediately after supper. If I, <laughs> you guys, unless gonna, I'm here and I'm forcing you yeah, to work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, you know, especially in the winter, if like I eat and I eat early six, six 30, my work's done. I put in a full day. There's really, there's, I'm like, I could go to bed. Like I could just go lay in bed. I'm done. I'm done with my day. I'm ready to get up and do the next one. But, um, so I'll start winding down fairly early and I love to just send out like a text or, you know, touch base with somebody that I'm thinking of on my heart. So I think that's something you could do. Um, also going back to the sleep when you do get into bed and you're, you know, 
ready to go to sleep, make sure it's very dark in your room. I yeah. didn't, that didn't used to affect me, but, um, that light, um, it does, it, it, it keeps our nervous system on a higher alert totally than it needs, than it needs to be. And so by the way, I jotted down. Yeah. And by along and with the funny show, sure. To your point, um, with needing a dark room, I, I've become such a high maintenance sleeper, but it, it works. So I wear a sleep mask and I travel with it because I never know what the light's going to be like. Or like if I'm traveling with Ken and he's a very early riser and then lights are going on. So I wear a sleep mask and it's maybe made me more high maintenance. Cause now I might need to pitch back, <laughs> but in an instance, like I'm staying here with you and that light comes in that room early guys, I wore that sleep mask. Can we get a little clap for me? I slept until 9 15, <laughs> which in my it's time good, is 10 15 in the morning. Aaron, Iowa. <laughs> the Midwest right is out. where it's at, man. I, anyway, <laughs> but to your point, yes, a very dark room. Yeah. And if you can't, if you can't, don't have nightshades, which, you know, would be the recommendation there, obviously you can skirt that sleeping masks are not that much money. Get a silk one because it'll, if you're worried about fine lines and wrinkles, it's much gentler on yeah. your skin. So anyway. All right. So let's jump into these exercises that you have. Yes. Um, okay. So number one, so again, as we, as we mentioned, um, the golden hour. So what we focus on and what we're doing in that last hour is things our subconscious is going to work on. So an activity that I picked up from Gap and Gain that I've been doing regularly since the new year um, is jotting down every day in, I'm usually in bed. Sometimes I'm downstairs still, and I will jot down. Um, I actually use my Remarkable so we've talked about this in prior episodes. It's a little electronic notebook, but I'll jot down and have the date. And then I have, I write down three wins from the day, a reflection. So like something just to, just to reflect on the day and things that not things, this is not gratitudes. This is things that you were productive on or things that you needed to get like wins, mm -hmm. three wins, three successes, three, three successes, three things you got down. And then on the other side or right next to it, three wins that you expect to complete the following day. Mm. And that's the key because then you go to sleep and you're all, your brain is already now starting to think about that next day and um, what you're going to achieve or what you're, what you're going to accomplish, let's say. It's great. So I, and it, it gives me an opportunity to sit and think uh, through my day the next day. And what are the three most important things that I need to get done in that day? And if you're like me and you have the tendency to pick the low hanging fruit, or get involved in the low-hanging fruit, and then all of a sudden, oh, crap, I have to be somewhere, but I didn't get that big thing done. That gives me, it starts my brain on, okay, before I do anything else, hit these three things because mm. they have to be done. The other stuff, if it doesn't get there, can be pushed. That's so genius because you know you're going to ask yourself at the end of the day what your successes are. Yeah. So you're right there. You're setting yourself up because your brain's going to want successes to report on. So exactly. You, it's it's going to help you prioritize. It's a simple thing, but it's great. Sort of eat that frog first as Brian yeah. Tracy used to say. Right. You and know, I want to show you, if you are watching, this is my planner. Uh, I don't know how you can see it, but see how, so the dates line up and this is probably like what most planners do, but what I've done, what this is kind of something that I brought in on my own. Before I do my journal of my wins and my expected wins, I go back through and since the days are side by side, I will sit and reflect on my day and go through the list of things and look at all the things, finish the things that I finished that were checked off and scratch out. I look at the things that I didn't complete 
And I either move them to the next day or decide they don't need to be done or move them to later in the week. Now I've reflected on the day. I know what's coming up the next day. I've got an idea for the rest of the week. So when I go into my wins, Mm -hmm. that's all been sort of put together for me. And it's just, it's been a game changer for me. It's a simple thing. It doesn't really take more than even five minutes. Um, but it just helps me stay focused and be more productive with my day. That's great. Yeah. It's, it's been, um, it's been really helpful for me. And then beyond that, you know, those are things that we can do at night during that golden hour. But then on top of that, um, something that I started doing that's been very helpful for me is a reflection then on my week. So like then when Sunday night hits, I don't typically do it Saturday because usually we're doing something fun, but Sunday I'm ready to like start to head into the week. So Sunday night, I add on to that. I have a section in my planner where I reflect on the week. Here's the things that went really well through my week. Oh, here's where I fell short or some things that I wanted to do that I didn't get to. Or another example is I, you've all know, if you've been following us, my word for the year is punctuality. <laughs> I've fallen short on that. that. I don't want to talk about it because I have a bet with your husband, but like, oh, I need to like, this was a little off. I need to add this in. It's just a good way to reflect on everything that's happened. Keeping you keeping you on track. Yeah. And then I go through and do that um, for the month. Wow. I've been doing it at the end of each month. And honestly, it might sound like a lot and like, oh, I can't be bothered, but it really doesn't take that long. And it, and it really helps me once again, to just, I find like, we're, we're not even halfway through this year, but I just started that, started it this year. Um, and it just, it really helps me. Love it. So when yeah. I have a list with each month, just like I have my list of things I want to do in the day and the week, at each, the beginning of each month, I have a list of things I want to get done through the month. So at the end of that month, when I reflect, I go through that list. Okay, what did I get done? What didn't I? What do I don't care about or want to do anymore? What do I need to move to the next month or maybe the month after? And it just, because I think we've all been, tell me, correct me if I'm wrong or if you've experienced this, you have some goals or things that you know you want to do. It might not be big stuff. It just might be like, I'll give you a simple example. I want to get all my addresses and contacts in an app on my computer so that Christmas cards are easier, right? So I can just print the labels. I just want them all in one place because right now they're all scattered. And I just have not, I've been trying to do this for three years. (laughs) So having that like set for a month that's less busy where I think that I can start to squeeze that in. And now- I've done that in the past, but now that I see that and know like when it's coming or if I didn't get to it, okay, Brooke, but you're going to get to it next month. It keeps me honest. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. I love that. I think that's great. Um, and I don't think it's overwhelming. I think if it's, if it's something that you, you look throughout, throughout the day, when you get to the end of the day, it's pretty obvious probably. Oh yeah. Right? Daily. It's very obvious. Yeah. But on a bigger scale, even that weekly reflection and the monthly reflection, it just, for me has been it's been really good. It's been a game changer and it's a simple thing. So when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about an exercise I heard years ago uh, from a speaker who was talking about something like this, an exercise like this, but bringing your spouse in. So, oh yeah. So I love the individual reflection. And he was talking about at the end of the night, asking each other, you know, on the pillow, these two questions. And (laughs) when he first said it, he got quite a reaction from the crowd because you could ask this question and it could be the kind of thing that would like 
set you, know, you up for a horrible night's sleep. sleep. Exactly. Do the opposite of what you need. But, like, why would you very, say that? It could create an issue. Okay, where are we I going here? This was a very brave man who dem, like demonstrated he had a very strong relationship, uh, married for years and many kids and lots of okay. businesses and lots of things going on. So what they would do is he would, they would turn to each other and ask each other, how could I have done better today? I've heard this. Yeah. And then the next question is similar, but you know, how did I make your life better today? So it's sort of like one success yeah. with the relationship yeah. and one, like how one goal, like, what could I do? And I think it's very nurturing. And I think the testament to them is obviously they were willing to show up and be, I guess, open and receive whatever yeah. the other person was going to say and just take it without emotion and sure. without defense and just they had gotten to that place in the relationship and probably from doing exercises like For this, that all that time yeah, keeping that communication open so things don't build up I love that but you definitely have to have a healthy and mature relationship on both ends I think that circles back to the conversation we've had in the past on like constructive criticism and yes. being able to handle hard truth yeah but also on the flip side of that if you're the one that's answering that first question which is what could I have done better that you're not using that to blow off steam or to dig right yeah. to like put the screws in yeah, because that's not, not bed. constructive yeah. for anyone yeah. yeah and maybe you start that with asking those questions on a date night where you guys are right just you know in a light and fun mood and you're gonna talk through it and work right. through it and maybe not right before yeah. bed but uh yeah the, I mean for those of you guys that are advanced like that's something that you could get to to add to your golden hour I love that I didn't I I, I haven't yeah. that would be um yeah, I could see how that could be very beneficial, very nurturing. Uh -huh. and, you know, that could really strengthen a relationship yeah, if you yeah. could get to that place to do that. Very yeah. interesting. And then just you know, also remember to to be grateful for something. So I think that puts if you're going Huge. to report, and a lot of people do that in the morning, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, doing that at night as well. Just you can never spend more time, enough time on on being Gratitude. grateful and yeah. and just really feeling that. Um, all of the physical emotion that goes, of goes course, along with that, of course. that feeling of gratitude. Yeah. And especially I would say if you've had a rough day or you're just in a stress place or you're going through some struggles and you're having difficulty getting to sleep or just calming down, that's where gratitude's because you can't be in a state of fear or anger and gratitude at the same time. Yeah. So if you can promote that before you go to sleep and put your heart there and think through some things you're grateful for, yeah, that can really have a big impact, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Right. Anyway, the point is just, you know, take, seize, seize that time before bed and, mm -hmm. and, you know, do some really loving things, you know, even just taking time, putting on lotion or skin brushing, or if you take a bath and, you know, taking time to prepare it, yeah, make sure you do something for yourself, like every, yeah. each and every day. And for some of us, for some of you, and you know, you, you resonate with this, that you go all day long and you're taking care of the needs of other people. Yeah. And so don't miss that opportunity at the end of the night to do something just for yourself. I love that. One last thing that just popped into my mind. <laughs> I don't know if this ever happens to you, but I'm wondering if it's happening to any of you all that are listening, but how many times that, and what I, what I don't want to misconstrue here is that like, because <laughs> we talk a lot out. of like business stuff, 
Yeah. But I mean, like, don't look at this like this is oh, another like task that I have to do right <laughs> before I go to bed. This should be nurturing. And yeah. like, I look forward look to forward doing to that. that. It's not work for me. It just kind of like unwinds my mind a little bit. But how many times I've gone to get into bed and relax. And I, so what I do is I'll most nights, not every night, but most nights I'll do my um, wins and my losses and look through my planner. And then I love to read. Like, that's my thing. That's what relaxes me. It just put, cause I'll take a novel and whatever. And that, and it gets me tired and ready to sleep. How many times I get in bed and it's like ready for me to go to sleep. And I can't wait to, my dogs are with me. I've got them both on the, you know, on my side, I got my book and dang it. If one of my kids don't crawl in bed and God love them, I shouldn't, I'm, I'm forever great. Really. I'm grateful because I'm so lucky, but, but literally like that's when they want to chat and like Anthony and sometimes they are Anthony and Andrew are both in there telling me like all the things that has happened to them in the last month, all the juicy gossip. Yeah. And then you want to talk about like not being able to sleep because you're doing on all the things your kids have been into. <laughs> or interrupting your golden hour. Yes. Like, I don't know if I want my subconscious working on this right now. <laughs> but wow. anyway, yeah, take advantage. Like you said, self-care, self-love, and just get yourself in the right frame of reference, not only for your night, but for the next day. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, ladies. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, as always, we appreciate you. We appreciate your feedback. Don't hesitate to reach out to us via DM on any of our social media platforms or our website um, email address. Um, we are always looking at that stuff personally and we'll answer it personally. We love um, hearing from you. Yeah, we want to know like what's what you're struggling with, what you want to hear more of. This Everything that we're doing, the information we're putting out is for you. Um, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook is where you can find us and our website, www.lifeafterkids.com. All right. So enjoy the, your golden hour tonight and go show midlife who's boss. Yes. Thanks again for listening to Life After Kids. When you have a moment, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you liked our conversation, hit follow and share it with a friend. For more on Life After Kids, go to www.lifeafterkids.com. We'll be back every Sunday, and we hope you will too. Until next time, 